What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave. Welcome to the Streetwave podcast. This episode was recorded in May, so this comes from our vault. Enjoy. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave, and welcome to another podcast. Today, I'm down in, like, I don't know, downtown KC? Yeah. Wait, is that what you would call it? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Um, the River Market. Um, I'm at the Barrel House Lounge with Jessica Gilmore. What's going on? Hey, everybody. You can speak a little bit closer if you want. Do you want me to put that a little bit back for you? No, this is good. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. Whatever's comfortable for you. One. It's all yours. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Lee Summit, Missouri for a majority of my life. Um, went to high school there. I, uh, I've i lived actually in downtown for the past four years. Love being downtown and seeing its growth. Um, but yeah, I've been in KC like my whole life or outer suburbs of it. So um, I've never really had the desire to leave. I've traveled a lot. I've never been to some really cool places but i i don't know kansas city's always home to me right right um where'd you go to high school so lee summit right lee summit Lee and summit then high you went to barber school right out of high school or i so this is kind of my story like i okay, actually okay. um right out of high school was trying to figure out what i wanted to do i didn't go to college i uh just toured some hair schools actually and i found that i was like oh this is a very creative um industry and i knew that like the classroom setting wasn't a fit for me i was very rebellious in high school i didn't want to be in the class i you know did that whole thing but uh yeah so i decided to give hair school a try and i um i don't know i had this like vision for myself like yeah i'm gonna do like some dope color and all this women's hair and blah 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 and i went through hair school it's about a year process and uh I don't know. I got out and I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I was kind of lost. I didn't know if hair was for me. And I landed a job in like a more of like a barbershop setting. And I hadn't really envisioned myself doing men's hair. But when I jumped into it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Um, Felt a little out of place just because I was unexperienced. But, you know. I uh, I don't know. I loved it, and I love the fast pace aspect to it. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got my start on that. And so I so I have a cosmetology background, and um, I was licensed as a cosmetologist in Kansas for I guess almost a little over seven years now. Wow. And um, yeah, so then when I started the shop. I uh, got my crossover as a barber. So I think that's something that I bring to the table is that I have both sides of the industry. And that's as far as like this industry and its growth, kind of that cosmetology barber line is being blurred a lot. So there's a lot of like crossover. You're seeing cosmetologists that can fade really well. You're seeing barbers that want to color. So the fact that it's It's like like fusing together is really cool. That's so So cool. That's kind of what I want to bring is that I am dual licensed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, so it's yeah. like, it's, um, I always see it's like when I went to college and, um, went to a private college and I thought I want to do some other classes outside my subject. Yeah. And cause I wanted to be the Swiss army knife rather than like a single blade. If you want to use it as like an analogy, exactly. um, coming out better, more confident. Mm-hmm. And now I, I have more of a wider range of, you know, um, things to work with mm-hmm. and now I see things differently and I can apply to what I do daily. So that's really, really cool. Uh, I want to jump into where we are to, uh, the, the Barrel Barber House yeah. Lounge. <laughs> Barrel yes. House. Barrel La- House Barber Lounge. Yay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I want to know how that all got started. Like, so take me to like where the idea came from, where the, na- when you came up with the name. Yeah, of everything. course. Um, yeah. So I actually have a business partner. Her name is Urelli. We actually worked together in a barbershop for about five years. Um, same place that I kind of got my barber start. I... It was like just one of those shitty days where we were in the break room and I don't I don't even can't tell you what was going on. But 
she looked at me like everyone calls us kind of like that yin and yang and she is like the she'll throw the ideas and then I make the ideas happen so she was back there and she goes yo like f this let's start our own place and I and everybody like when they're working for somebody probably throws that out every once in a while like I want to go start my own business but it's another thing to like actually make that happen and I don't know what it was about that day because we'd probably said it to each other a hundred times in the past but something about that day um we were like okay and we set a goal for ourselves we're like in a year we want to be out and on our own and that first step was, like I said, I'd been licensed in Kansas for the longest time, and um, the rules and the laws kind of vary from state to state, and I needed to get my Missouri barbering and uh, cosmetology license, so I was like, that's step number one, like, I need to get my license in Missouri if we're wanting, like, this cool downtown right. spot. What, what, um, is that, what does that take to get the license? Um, it's just, like, an online application, oh, but... Okay. Okay. The only thing was I had to have it for a year total mm. to be able to do my barber transfer, like my barber crossover. Oh, wow. So, and I knew I wanted to open a barber shop and not a salon because that's what we were specializing in. So I told her, I was like, if I can get my barber license, like this will, this will happen. Yeah. And at first it was a lot of like, like, who are we kidding? Like, we we didn't go to business school. We have no idea what it takes to open a business. Like, the barbering side of it was the easy part. We had no idea what it took to actually form a shop. And it just, I don't know, we just kind of buckled down, did a lot of research, did kind of what it took, found a location, and here we are. Right. Yeah. Um, what would what would uh, define you from other barbershops in the city? Um. I think what defines us right now is that we are an all-female barbershop. Um, which is fucking will, awesome, yeah. which is great. I just want to say that. That's, yeah. that's Will it stay that way? No, because we have interviewed men. We're not, like, just trying to keep this, like, all-female <laughs> persona. It's not, you know, we're, we're about having just talented barbers. But yeah. it's kind of worked out that way. And, um, yeah, I think it's – I think that's – really cool and not only are we all females but i think everybody that's here is dope and can cut hair really well and it's not this like sports clips you know right where right. you're gonna <laughs> guess on what you get and i know if i'm out of town or something i can send any of my guys any of my regulars to the two females that i work with and they're gonna get a great experience so i mm. think just knowing like quality is straight across right um straight across the board is awesome how um how long did it take to create that team was that was that was that an easy thing was that a, a difficult thing um so like i said urelli and i were partners we had worked together for five years right. so i'd really seen her growth and my growth too and she had kind of transformed into this really awesome barber and she's really talented and so it was her and i from we opened june 5th of 2018 um, and we didn't really have a vision of like when we want, you know, we've got four chairs as of right now, our plan is to have six total and we didn't really have a vision on like, you know, do we want to add that third, fourth, whatever person within a year, whatever, like, so we kind of just waited until I guess we were busy enough till we needed it. And, um, yeah, so uh, we weren't really even searching for a person, and Samantha is our third person. She just on a whim came in here looking for a job, and it ended up being like a great fit, and she's done really well. And so everything's kind of been falling into place. Like we haven't really forced anything. We we don't really want to stress hire people. We want to hire people based on a based on skill, but also like if you're going to be a good fit and. You know. Yeah, it's got a vibe. You yeah. got a vibe with, yeah. yeah. And it's not here to like, you know, make someone else look bad. You know, you're a team. Yes. I think a lot of time people miss that mm -hmm. at times. They're more worried about themselves and want to build up, build up their own self ego. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about this, but like, I'm no. just stepping outside the barbershop a little bit more mm -hmm. into the creative realm. But well, 
you're um, working every day, multiple hours in a very intimate setting, and you want that setting and that environment to be a comfortable one. And yeah. it's funny because people always ask us, they're like, you know, don't you guys get sick of each other? You work 10 plus hours a day with one another. And the funny thing is, is a lot of the times on our days off or after hours, we're hanging out. Yeah. You know, fam. Yeah. yeah. We got to. Yeah. To have that vibe to create it like 24 seven, like you said, mm-hmm. you've got to be around those people like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to know. So why the river market? Why the river market? Um, I or, how'd you get the location? How about that? <laughs> This is a funny story. So um, what a lot of people don't know is Ureli and I, we were still working full time when this whole thing was coming together. Um, so a lot of it was on the down low. We couldn't really promote what we were doing. Um, and we had been looking for a location since it took us from about, I think we started like November of 2000, uh, well, 2017. Um, and then April of 2018 is when we signed our lease. So it, it took us a little while to find a location. And we just, <laughs> when we sa- they asked us, you know, where are you looking? And we said anywhere from like Waldo to River Market. Like we gave them a very yeah like large yes, demographic. Yeah. We just knew we wanted to kind of be in that, you know, KC area. And, um, yeah. So we got showed a bunch of different locations and we were actually going to settle on one that was over in the East Crossroads. So it was like 16th and Locust. And uh, we had all everything worked out. We were literally about to sign the lease and uh, it got leased out from under us and we were devastated. We were like, oh my God, we got to start off at square one. Like we've been working on this for months and um but I don't know, it just like it never felt, even though I liked the space and everything, it never felt right in our heart, you know? And even Ureli would say that she was like, this just, it was just like a little space. It probably would have only fit like our two chairs. There really wasn't a lot of room for growth. It was like a good starting point, but I think it was definitely a sign and it got leased out from under us. And I happened to be kind of like I was telling you, I found all these barber chairs in here on Craigslist happened to be on Craigslist and I typed in you know antique barber chairs and this shop came up and there was a guy that tried to open a barber shop in here before us and I don't I don't even know if he was a barber but he was selling all of his stuff because he never opened doors and he kind of had an advertisement on Craigslist getting rid of all the stuff and I was like well I don't want any of your stuff but what about that space? And no answer. So weeks went by, no answer on this space. And I um, got in contact with actually the building owner of this space and was like, hey, I saw this on Craigslist. Is it available? And he was like, well, I've kind of been doing this guy a solid because he his barbershop fell through. I've been letting him keep his stuff here. But I am, it's not on the market, but I'm going to lease this space. And I was like, I'd love to come take a look at it. And when Ureli and I walked in here, it was just that instant, yes, this is it, which we didn't have with the other space. So I think it was it was def- definitely a sign. And, I mean, we were ready to sign that day. Like, we didn't even think about it. <laughs> You're like, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Move so, in tomorrow. Yes. That's so and awesome. We loved it. It's been such a great location. Yeah. 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 All right. So also the sign. You said there's a story behind the sign the that's sign, outside your shop. Yes. Um, I want to know what that's about. So part of the reason... So part of the reason that you thought that we opened August 4th was we did our grand opening August 4th. And the reason we waited till August 4th to do our grand opening is because we started day one. We just had chairs. We had a little card table to check people out. We didn't have like the fancy board, the TV, nothing. We just had chairs. And so I think that's kind of cool. And something that our clients think is cool is that we've just been building it as we've gone instead of opening shop like ready to go um but (laughs) we actually didn't get our sign until january of this year and it was a whole long process the city 
I didn't know this, but apparently if you are in any street in Kansas City that is a boulevard, it's also owned by the Parks and Rec Department. So it goes through a whole other layer, layer of approval, took forever to get approved. Um, so we actually didn't have any signage, like, yeah, almost from June, June to January. And we were still getting people in the door. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So... That, that, I mean, that really proves that you don't need a sign. Mm-hmm. Just word of mouth carries in the city. Yeah. Like now, I no will other. say the sign has helped a lot. A lot of okay. it's drawn in a lot of probably people, just the the location to help find. One hundred percent. Yeah. Have you ever had people just walk by and just completely miss it without the sign out there? Yeah, yeah. Before the sign, people would kind of stumble in here. They'd be like, "What is this place?" Or, but that's know. also good. Like, yeah. well, hey, we do yeah. this, and then yeah. Or <laughs> I had a guy who came in, and we obviously look like we could be a bar, but I think the barber chairs are kind of obvious, but we had an older gentleman come in, and he sat up at the bar and was like, I'll take a beer, and I was like, do you want a haircut? And he was like, nope, I just want a beer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can just imagine that. He's just like, nah. It just turns back around. I'm just hanging out today. I'm like, all right. So I gave him a beer. Uh, what an experience. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, for the listeners that have not been here, and if you were to tell them what they could experience or expect to, uh, expect coming through the door, what would that be? Um, I think what sets us apart from different barbershops around the area is that we do offer an experience versus just a haircut. Uh, you come in, we offer you a beverage, we serve... Uh, you know, different local beer. Usually we rotate it about monthly. Um, we have a selection of whiskey. We, so, you know, everybody wants a drink with their haircut. And, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sober, huh? I'm a sober guy. Is that a bad thing? Well, I mean, like, let's just be, let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. No, I'm like, uh, Micah, who cuts my hair currently, like there was a guy sitting down before me, you know, obviously in the chair, um, he was like sipping on whiskey and like a shot glass. And I was yeah. like, I have never seen this yeah. before. I've never seen that before. Like, I think it's an experience. It is. And that's what the and that's what the gentleman told me. He's like, man, I just like I get off of work at three. I yeah. come get a haircut and now I can drink. So I'm going to have a drink while I'm getting it's a haircut. Like and I was like, No, it is an experience here because, like, here's what's got me honestly, like, trumping a few places that I currently know and actually even my homie Micah that I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you wax the eyebrows. You do the nails. I mean, yes, that's, like, offer, that's... for everything um, you can really think of for... I feel like you go into these salons and women get the treatment, right? Like, they can get wax. They can get facials. They can get everything, and they're... There's, I mean, the men's grooming industry is definitely on the rise, but there's not a lot of places that offer those services. And so the fact that we do, we do gray blending color, we do hand treatments, so like manicures for men, we do waxing, we do um, little facial add-ons at the bowl, we do straight razor shaves, which are kind of like a facial experience. I still haven't had, Oh man. I mean, that was on, we talked about it, that was going to be the plan, but... I took a like a three, maybe it was a two blade, three blade disposable mm-hmm. <laughs> razor to my face. <laughs> uh, I won't say anymore, but that was uh, that was a very painful. It's definitely uh, a treat. It's yeah. a way for guys to come in. They can relax. They treat themselves. Um, we offer a service called the Beard RX that a lot of guys they added on to their beard trim services, and it's where they get to lay back in the chair. Word. We yeah. steam them. We cleanse the beard we do hot towels we add oil beard balm everything it just gets that beard feeling nice and groomed and um i think those extra services and you know treatments actually they define you yeah that's what definitely takes uh this shop Mm -hmm. above uh some of the other ones that i know about in the city um not to like i'm not like hating or anything but it's just the honest truth like for the listeners, men, that if you're even around the Kansas City area, I would definitely recommend coming here because it's an experience. Plus, you walk out and you're like the G class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than like, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. I 
I want to know. So I I really got onto yourself, like Jessica. I, I know how I got introduced to you was the guys from Initial mm-hmm. putting the Supreme Clippers yes. on <laughs> the gram. Um, what's been the hype with that? Has anyone? So the funny story about that is I. Okay, so in December. I went through a little bit of a rough patch. I broke every hairstylist slash barber's like worst nightmare came true. I broke my pinky. I was unable to use my right hand. I was unable to cut hair for about a month, which is oh. the longest in seven, eight years, whatever it's been, that I have not done hair. Was that really difficult for you? It was really difficult, yeah. yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I'm just like sitting around one day. Obviously, I can't use them yet, but I it was advertised to me that they had the Supreme Clippers. And I didn't know a ton about Supreme, but I I thought it was cool. And I went to the store everywhere I had seen online. They were cuz it was a limited edition thing. They were you know, a crazy X amount of dollars on eBay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this like local case. 400, 400, 400, I think. 400, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I remember that drop. Anyway, you don't know much about me, but I do know Supreme. Yeah, I, so I went to this initial KC store and they had them for about 200 so dollars. And I'm like, hell yeah. Let's go. And the yeah. first thing Urelli says is like, why are you buying clippers when you can't even cut right now? Like you're literally losing money. <laughs> like true true um but anyway i went to the store i got the clippers and the guy uh, he posts pictures of people with their purchases normally so he posts a picture with me saying like go to blah 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 she'll cut your hair with supreme clippers and then i just got this cult following probably that day of 40 plus like i'm gonna call them like teenage boys but like (laughs) You know, streetwear enthusiasts, and um, all right, we're not we're not all boys that are in the streetwear <laughs> though. <laughs> I'm just all right, all right. Um, but I did, I did, and I got all these guys that they were like, "Oh, you cut hair with Supreme Clippers," and they're like, "I feel like I could just give the worst haircut ever," and they'd be satisfied. <laughs> but so, it, so has, it has drawn in some business. It's funny how that brand really does like people in yeah yeah um i've been introduced supreme probably for six years now Mm -hmm. um seeing it globally affected you know communities young boys or you know men um that have (laughs) uh great taste in apparel um that's made in america Mm -hmm. so if you didn't know that now you know um it's it's a community for me so i think that's what you got introduced to you know now you're part of the community the hype community which is cool. I love it. And yeah. like, um, as as a woman, you know, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of like comp, like not complex comp, but other like sneaker cons where guys would, you know, have the Louis Vuitton. Uh, what is the thing that you put on? All right, you're getting a haircut, right? They put the neck thing, and then they put the what's the the cape. The cape. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen like right. I I don't know. There might be other. <laughs> there might be other words. Um, I've seen like Louis Vuitton printed mm-hmm. ones. I don't know if they're even real. Um, like the Supreme all over them mm-hmm. or something. And they're trying to make that experience at the, at the con that I'm at. And um, they're not cutting hair too well. And they're men that's like very like egotistical people. Yeah, so it's really great. in their chair are probably feeling like they're getting an elevated service. Maybe. No, that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. I just don't want to get a haircut at the, at the con. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, I'm a little bit more professional on yeah. that. Um, maybe, maybe sometime. I don't know. But anyway, um, the Supreme Clippers are definitely um, an item to just have. And also, you resell. If anytime you want to get rid of those guys, just think of it. You can sell those now for like... Well, I think it's nice because when I bust out the Supreme Clippers, if somebody does know what Supreme is, they automatically are like, oh, she is all about quality. You know what I mean? Versus you know, just using what I can to get by. Right, right. So, and that's kind of what we're all about is quality over quantity. Um, it's why we're appointment-based. We're not walk-in-based. So, you know, I don't want a line of people 
waiting for me and me having to feel like I'm rushing through haircuts when I can have set appointments with people and then that's guaranteed business for me if I have an appointment versus banking on a walk-in. Right. Um, but it, yeah, it's just a quality thing. 100%. Yeah. I didn't even think of quality and that's what I was trying to go to so mm-hmm. I appreciate it. The barber tattoos. Yes. So I did some research on Instagram. Uh-huh. Just on, um, you've got one on your bicep, right? I've got a straight razor on my bicep, and then I've got these, um, they're actually some old school clippers. Oh, before wow, they yeah. Were, before they were all electric and corded, you actually had to kind of squeeze them like scissors. And um, so I've got a pair of those and then some scissors on my hand. Isn't it great to like reflect on tattoos that like yeah. are very important to you and they like integrain with what you do mm-hmm. professionally? Yeah, because I think the number one thing people say about tattoos is like, oh, you'll what if you regret that later? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, this is something I probably can't regret because it's part of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's like the BuzzFeed where it's like 25 questions not to ask people with tattoos. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? Why did you get it? Yeah. You know, and those are, I will be, I have a lot of tattoos and not every one of my tattoos has a meaning whatsoever. Yeah. My, but, I, you know, I feel that. Do. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I'd say 45% of my tattoos mean something mm-hmm. and the rest don't. Yeah. But they don't have to. Yeah. Right. Right. But when like coming back here with people like the Midwestern Mm -hmm. vibe of the 20 questions that I'm going to get at every work Mm -hmm. that I'll apply for or be a part of or whatever. It's just like, I mean, they speak volume, I guess. And I'm going to carry it, you know. Yeah. Um, It's just different coming back to America and seeing like it's starting to make waves here. Like having tattoos is starting to like create more of a a hype around not just yourself, but the area that you're in, you Mm -hmm. know. So that's what that means to me, yeah. you know, for sure. So the, the barber community here in KC, mm-hmm. where, how do you feel about that? How's that been? It's, I think it's definitely on the rise. Um, I know a lot of people that are kind of starting their own barber shops, and um, I've done a couple classes here where I've gotten to meet other barbers in the area where I feel like, back in the day it may be like oh this is your competition coming in like why are you being friendly to them but I I don't know I've created some really great relationships with some other barbers in Kansas City and I think that's the really cool part about the industry is that it's you know there's plenty of hair to go around it's not um doesn't have to be this like super competitive thing and there's always something I can learn from even if there's a barber that's been in the industry for less amount of time than me there's always something you can learn from somebody and uh i don't know i think it's really cool i think it's definitely on the uprise yeah any inspirations right now for you and your craft um i think my biggest inspiration is just i'm i'm all about uh continuing education so i try to host classes here i try to just always be learning something i'm always on youtube i'm always trying to like better my craft I never want to get that ego of like, I'm the best. My haircuts are fine. I am great at what I do, which I do think I am good at what I do, but there's always room for improvement. I think any craft and I think continuing education and the change in the trends and everything and learning from other people is always a big, going to be a big part of what I want to do. I think it's great being in um, a realm like that uh, with coffee. You can never be yeah. the head honcho. You can never know everything about coffee because the next day someone's going to do something different yeah. that could like, you know, on a brewing ratio of doing like a, a pour over or a Chemex, you know, um, changing it up a little bit can like, um, you know, differentiate your, your outcome by just a little bit. So uh, I love always mastering, especially the podcast. And then what I do outside of here is just, again, digging in, trying to how can I make the experience more? Uh, better just not for myself but for also my guests so that's incredible it's about the experience right yeah. i mean all ties together <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um I, I was checking out some of like your um your barber quotes do you have any favors of yours um <laughs> i like 
like the one that says like invest in your hair it's the crown you never take off word yeah that's a good one yeah. i like the so i wrote some down yeah. so they don't know um therapy therapy is expensive get a haircut instead yes i like Call that one therapists. for yeah. real yeah is that a real yeah i mean i never went to school i'm not a therapist but i do feel like a therapist most days i mean i think so obviously there's not a lot of <laughs> careers where you touch people I know it's like weird as that sounds, but like it would be weird if you went to, you know, a mechanic and they touched <laughs> you. You know what I mean? I <laughs> but we are one of those rare industries where you do get to touch people and people don't realize like how big of a form of communication touches. And so when you touch somebody, they really open up to you. So people, you know, I see 50 plus different people a week and they really open up to me and I build these really strong bonds and communication, like have really strong communication with people. And, um, so in a sense, I really do feel like some people's therapists, like they come in, sit down, get their haircut and just get to like, it's all focused on them when probably throughout their day, everything is like focused on pleasing other people. So it's like they're 30 minutes in a day where they get to sit down and open up and like kind of vent in a sense to me. Um, about whatever they want. And I will, I'm a good listener, you know? That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, what's crazy that you mentioned that, I, I like meant to bring that up like earlier in the conversation, but mm -hmm. I, I even forgot not just the experience as a customer, but experience as a barber to a clientele, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and having that relationship, that trust. Yeah. Like for me, I, I totally relate to that. Um, Micah that cuts my hair right now, it's like, I call him my therapist. Oh, yeah. You know? And like stuff I say to him, like it's only to him, and it's like, like I don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> the responsibility is big. It's a big yeah. responsibility. Never piss off your barber; they know too much. Right. <laughs> Snap yes. on you, right? That's insane. I, 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 my apologies. I forgot about like that that chemistry that that's very important for a barber and that person sitting in your chair mm -hmm. to like um, walk out of here confident more than they came in. You know. Um, yeah, even it's, it's really cool to see that change of confidence, too. I mean, that's part of the reason I love this industry is that I get to make people feel good all day. I have somebody that comes in, maybe their hair has been grown out for months. They haven't been feeling great about themselves. They come sit in my chair and I give them a fresh new look. And then all of a sudden they're like glowing, right. smiling as they're walking out the door because they feel good about themselves. And if you leave feeling good about yourself like i mean you're bound to probably do more with your life right right so where do you get the energy to to like round that up every day to, to like give that 100 percent when you walk through the oh door man. <laughs> it's hard yeah it's hard, i mean what do, you, what do you do out, what do you do outside the barbershop what do i do yeah well i got two little doggies that hey. i like to i know. love dogs yeah yes so i hang out with my dogs a lot um yeah i i don't know i I just love hanging out with cool people and whatever. A lot of coffee <laughs> that gets me through the day. <laughs> right, all right. So who's your, I mean, where do you go to get your therapy session? Where do I go? Uh, I don't know. I kind of bounce around. I, I don't know. My girls here, that they're really kind of my home base and my, that's who I kind of vent to, you know. I feel like we can all relate to everything that's going on in our lives because we experience it together. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, they do my hair whenever they have time. So Yeah, I was going to ask, do they cut the your hair? Uh, yeah, usually it's like a very, oh, shoot, I got 10 minutes before my client comes in. Will you trim my ends type thing? So. Damn, <laughs> yeah. that's the hookup. Cause like so. if I could work, uh, I was like thinking, I was like, man, maybe I should be like a receptionist at like a barber shop <laughs> and then I'd get like faded all the time yes. and I wouldn't have to worry like about it. I'm telling you like two weeks after I get my haircut, I'm like, damn, I need another one. Right. <laughs> I wish I could just like, I don't know, make that as a fast, like Micah's also book only and I walk mm -hmm. in. So it's at times very difficult to get that time with him. So but it's also about where haircuts fall on your priority list, too. Right, right. You know, some right. people prioritize their haircut and their look very high on their list, and some people don't. But, 
you know, if you are going to somebody that's been in the industry for a long time, like I'm sure, you know, I, I follow, I don't know him, but I follow him on Instagram. He is appointment only. I'm sure he books out. He's great at what he does. Um, you know, it's like that value. Like, is it worth it to? It's the most, yeah, it's so valuable. It's like worth yeah. it 100%. Yeah. People are like, so it's. You can walk in. Here's my thing. If right. you can walk into Joe Blow's barbershop down the street and get in whenever you want, are they probably the most skilled or best barber? Probably like, not. Yeah, no. They don't, you know, you're not having to. So. Yeah, and, and I think some people don't understand that process as well. It's mm-hmm. like it's an it's become a, a craft and art to get to do a a straight razor shave. I'm sure it's not like, hey, take some tutorials over YouTube and do it tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it's a process. Yeah. It's an experience. We're just gonna keep on flying to that yeah. that word. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it's it's those are the questions I've asked myself before entering any barbershop. Is you know time commitment Mm -hmm. and then obviously you know like um i want to be consistent that's very important to me um should be important to people as well but like you said where is it on your priority list i don't know so the question i have for you is for the listeners out there the female Mm -hmm. that want to go into barber school cosmetology want to open up their own shop what's some What's some tips you can give to them? What's some stuff you'd say, encouragements? I think, especially for females wanting to go into barber school, because I feel like it can be, even when I just went and did like my extra hours for, um, to get my barber crossover, it's intimidating. You're walking in, even though like I was walking in, like I own my own barber shop. I have been in this industry for seven, eight years, and I'm walking into a school full of men, like, full of men, and somehow I'm intimidated. You know what I mean? Like, I walk in, and I'm like, oh, like, they're gonna be looking at me like, oh, can this girl cut? Can this girl, like, who does she think she is? Um, So I think if you're going into barber school as a female, knowing that like you're probably going to be outnumbered you just have to always keep your head high and always know like you're the shit you are a badass for having the confidence to do this and like you're going to kill it so that's pretty deep yeah (laughs) i like that one go i mean like a lot of people i'm just like I've asked that question to a lot of people in the last, I guess, in six months, you know, it's been interesting, interesting from different, you know, people to hear the advice and some people are just like, just go do it. And it's just like, it's more of like, you need to check yourself deeply. Like, is this something that you really, 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 really want to do and the sacrifice that it's going to take? And like you said, being in a room surrounded by men and you being the only woman, I need to have the confidence to do that. You know what I mean? So I'm my hat's off to you for definitely like yeah. doing that. I mean, look at this place; it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, the listeners don't know because like the video's not here, <laughs> but like if you're down in the That's river market, yeah, <laughs> definitely, and get the. I don't even know. I don't know where to even to start on the board. To be honest, I. There's so many services. Right, though I don't know. All right, so this is strange. I'll just be honest. Here's a vulnerable Nathan time. My eyebrows are very special to me, and. <laughs> No one has been able to wax them at a barbershop. So I'm just like, I mean, now I'm thinking about changing my plans. <laughs> I think that's kind of the cool thing. Like, I, it goes back to the cosmetology barber crossover. Like, I went to school for this, but then I also transferred over to the barber world. So I, it's this broad spectrum of skill that I think that, me and Urelli and Sam bring to the table because um, they both are the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a few barbershops in OP um, Ventura, man, mm-hmm. um, and just trying to feel the vibe of um, authenticity, um, what their shop's really about. Um, they all have great vibes, and now I can put this shop on there. And now it's just really exciting for me to tell people that like, are around this area to like come check this out because I think a lot of people are missing out on like the experience. And like also, 
I, I don't want to go like get a haircut from someone, go get my eyes waxed by someone else, go to the nail salon and get my nails. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just a lot of like traveling for me and time that I just but don't want to. I wanna... think for some men it can be intimidating walking into a salon. Yes, without without a doubt. Yes. Get, and like, I'm, here for, I'm usually mumbling it. Like, do yeah. you do eyes? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. But they can come in here, and it's a very, like, we always try to f- make everyone feel welcome. It's a very, like I said, intimate atmosphere. Um, you're not walking into a shop with 15 chairs. It's, you know, we always try to make everyone feel comfortable if somebody's never been waxed before i'm gonna go above and beyond make you feel like this is normal this is fine like yeah you know guys do this yeah type thing. you should say and it's okay yeah <laughs> or i'll have guys that kind of like oh you do manicures like oh and i'm like yeah you should try one because you'll be shocked at the difference it makes and what's the first thing somebody does when you shake their hand at a business meeting they look at your hands you know, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. I've had, I've had this problem when guys shake my hand, like, they go, your hands are so soft. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. My homies are behind me and this looks very, um, secure of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start taking it as a compliment though. I think I'm just going to ride the wave yeah. and just go, thanks. I had lotion daily. I mean, come on. You who should. doesn't, who doesn't like, I take care of myself. Right. Yeah. It's self care. And like, um, I want to wrap that around with like having when your pinky broke and you had your homegirls with you from the shop. I'm sure like having them support you and like keep you sane was probably was probably important for you. I was devastated, like going crazy. Like I said, I'd never not done hair for that long. And luckily, I, I was in a place where I trusted them with my clients because they're both great. So. It was kind of that moment of like, oh, my life is over, even though it's like a small blip on the radar. And they definitely call me down like, dude, you're fine. You're going to be fine. Like, whatever. Like, you can help out in different ways. You know, I still came in every day, helped out at the shop. Um, so, yeah, they were they were definitely my biggest supporters during that whole situation. It's so great to have family and like yeah. people around you to support yeah. you while you're like, can't yeah Yeah. oh for sure all the time so the question that we've been asking everyone um so far for i think towards the new season is um if a hundred years have passed so jessica if a hundred years have passed and like artifacts were found about yourself what would you what would you want those artifacts to say would the Supreme Clippers be in that they, box? They can they? Can they? My mind is that went okay? to the Supreme Clippers. I was right there with you. I was right there I'm with like you. I'm like picturing these rusty, Re- su- like fossilized <laughs> Supreme Clippers. Um, yeah, I hope that people are just like, man, she was a boss ass bitch. <laughs> That's the dopest say? shit. Yeah, yeah. No, go. Yeah, um, say that shit. I don't know. I just, I just want to inspire other females to do the same thing. Like, be somebody that you know girls can look up to and be like yeah i, I can run my own business you can do so it you've done it do it's it. here yeah someone's location too opening man that's the that's the next goal yeah our you know i have so many clients that ask me they're like you should franchise you should blah 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 and i i came from a really corporate place and i don't think franchising is in my future but Location number two definitely is. Right. And I think it definitely needs to stay within house to kind of keep that quality there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe like a neon sign. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can see it. I definitely can see it. Um, what is what are some more goals for you in the next year? Um, I think just getting fully staffed here. Like so two more? Yeah, so we, um, we're we actually getting some new stations being built. They're going to be up against the wall here, and then we're going to be having two more over here. So there should be six of us total. Um, but like I said, I'm picky, so I uh, it's all about hiring the right the right team members. And not, right. Not just stress hiring people. Get the right people on the bus. Get the wrong people off the yes. bus. That's something I always say. Yeah. It's funny, it's like... Um, I started out with like a big circle with Street Wave and 
with growing and with changing there's you know there's people that are just not going to be a part of it anymore i think it's been hardest thing for me to digest because um they're all homies you know what i mean and it's hard for me to like like let them do them and i'm going to stick to what i'm doing so it's really cool to see that you know i think that's the hardest thing because when i started this i had a lot of industry friends that came forward like assuming that they were gonna come work here and i was like all about kind of hiring outside because you know friends can definitely um i don't know it can be great or they can take advantage of you and not work as hard so i think it's all about being patient with the process and it's uh that that momentum you build there's people that like to either like deflate or make you trip or, you know, take that light from you. And so it's hard to like trust. So I'm sure like bringing on two more people um, will be a process for you. Well, yeah, when it was just Urelli and I from June to Samantha started, she actually started on Halloween. So October 31st. So, you know, we had a couple months of it just being her and I. We had worked together for five years it was a very, you know, we already knew it worked. So the idea of adding even a third person, we're like, oh my gosh, like, is this third person going to come in and disturb the peace? Like, totally disrupt this, like, chill vibe we got going on every day. And, but that's why we hired Samantha is because she's been so great and she's been a great addition. And we just hope that continues with each person that we bring on, you know? Yeah, I do know. Drama free. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like, age i thought would matter Mm -hmm. and even i mean male to female would matter and it's just like i now have like a meter does it make sense to have like a vibe meter when you like know if this is a perfect fit or not for to be even a friend or a collaborator even like i i believe in like that gut feeling if i'm feeling it then like let's go but if it's like that ill I just can't, I can't mess with it. And right now I like, so you don't know this. Um, I'm 33. So, um, I'm at this time. I'm at Kanye's time, not Kanye's time. <laughs> I'm on my time, but in Kanye's vibe. Um, I don't know. Um, of like, I, I don't have sh- time for that shit at all. If you have, if you have drama, get skipping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, bad vibes, egotistical. Yeah. I need you to be yourself. And I, and, I think with some of my motion, I've been like intimidating a little bit because um, it's all or nothing. I'm in that mode right now of that. Uh, Does that make sense at all to be in that mode? Yeah, it it does. Um, I think if you do intimidate people with what your views and your goals are, then that just kind of shows that maybe those people aren't for you. But I don't know. I'm, I'm actually the youngest one in the shop. I've always been the baby. I, but I still, you know, I think that shows that, like, I can still get that respect and everything because of what I'm doing, even though I'm probably going to be the younger one here. Yeah, but I also think you have, like, that that watch me, like, watch yeah. me do this. Sit back, watch yes. for all the haters. <laughs> Keep on hating. So, uh, with the goals, we've reached it. Um, how can we make an appointment with you? So I have an online booking link. It's through Vagaro. 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 So it's an app. It's specifically for like barbershops, salons. Okay. Um, Is it like Square? But very, like very similar to Square, only their whole brand is they are focused on salons, barbershops, and, like, fitness centers. So, like, cool. anybody that's, like, appointment-based like that. Cool. Um, so, it's everything from our sc- online scheduling to our credit card processing. So, it's kind of like a one-stop shop. But, um, yeah, we have a link through there. You can even, if you Google us and click website or go through our Instagram, we've got our book button. We've got our Facebook book button. So, it's, it's very easy. It's a very user-friendly booking link. Um, you just hop on there. There's even an app through Vagaro. Uh, but you hop on there. It shows you can click me or any of the other two girls. It'll show what we have available for that day or week or whatever. And you can book that appointment. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Random question. Is this the music you play while you cut hair all day? 
Uh, so, so that's kind of the funny thing with clients is they're like, your guys' music is so different every time I come in, you know? Okay. Um, so every day is different. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. Preach it. It's no, that's, that's, yeah. Feeling. Like this right. is like some jazz vibes, Spotify, whatever. Right. And sometimes we got hip hop. Sometimes we got like some rock on we've got so it changes daily right, right. Yeah. wednesday for us at the coffee shop is like metal day so yeah. we'll play like we'll play old school metal so my genre of like hardcore would be like let's go old school like so not like christian under oath but like just under oath as yeah. general um so we put stuff like that day to remember all those stuff and they're like what the hell <laughs> right well we have the same experience I mean, it is kind of like, it is kind of like similar. it's because then they ask why I'm playing certain things. I'm like, oh, this was my shit back in the day. And then they, they think it's fun, you know? Right. And they feel like they can right. get to know us a little Well, especially bit. like here in the city where yeah. uh, the hardcore scene was like so prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was like 04 when I got into the scene here. Um it was massive. El Torion was popping. Beaumont Club was still there, not the Char Bar. Um, rest in peace, Beaumont Club. Rest I just want to say that Beaumont. that place That's it was where like I saw, like my first concerts. Like well, my, what was it? Huh? What was your first concert? My first concert at the Beaumont was I think it was like Set Your Goals and Paramore and Nice. I was at that show. Were you th- in yeah like, in like two thousand? It had to have been like two thousand six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then I saw I saw Paramore at the Granada with uh, the Rocket Summer, which that was yes. a really good band too. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that dude uh, live before, yeah. so um, music has definitely helped mm-hmm. um, my life. Has been a big influence, and I mean it's obviously been a big influence yeah. on you as well. Um, so we appreciate your time for being on Street Wave. Thank you so much. Um, anything else you would like to say to the listeners out there about yourself or anything? I just hope everybody. Uh, comes and tries us out or if not just stops by and says hi on the weekends if you're down at the city market just pop in and say hello yeah and i mean other than online to make appointments they can't come in here and make appointments would that be strange welcome to come in in person we have guys that just prefer to come in in person um we do have a shop phone but online is probably easier the best yeah Yeah. i mean it's modern it's technology for sure this is nate and we're down at the Barber House Bar, or excuse me, The Barrel Barber. <laughs> the Barrel House Barber Lounge. And we're down here at the River Market. Come check us out. And we out.